Matthew chapter number 8, please. Matthew chapter number 8, we'll be reading together from verse number 5. Matthew chapter number 8, verse number 5. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed and suffering and suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I tell this one, go, and he goes. And I tell the other one, come, and he comes. And I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those who followed him, truly, I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such a great faith. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. There are two principles that is highlighted in this particular passage of scripture. It is these two principles that is the bedrock, the substratum, the foundation of the manifestation of the kingdom of God. These two principles are non-negotiable. They are not optional, they are mandatory. If we are to see the manifestation of God's kingdom in our midst, in our lives, in our family, in our country, in the continent as a whole. These two principles will work for anybody. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you male, female, whether you Jew, Gentile, black or white, rich or poor doesn't matter where you are planted geographically if you would embrace and operate by these two principles you will see an indelible visible undeniable manifestation of the kingdom of our God this man, in the story that we just read, even though he is not of Jewish descent, he helps us to understand the modus operandi by which the kingdom functions. Here is a man that has a problem. He's got a visible problem. He's got a tangible problem. He's got a problem that nobody else can help him with. A problem which no one can resolve. A problem that stared him in the face every day. A problem that grew worse rather than better. A problem that he could not solve. Money could not solve. Nobody could help this man with his problem. However, this man heard about our Savior. <laughs> he heard about our Lord. And I don't know what he heard, but whatever he heard placed and created within his heart a confidence. Placed and created within his heart a modicum of faith expectation. The Bible says this man left his problem at home and he went to go and look for Jesus. 
and eventually he found him. And when he found him, he said to him, Lord, I've got a problem. My servant is at home and he's lying, he's sick of the palsy or he's paralyzed. And over and above that, he's in terrible agony. Will you please come and help solve my problem? Jesus said to him, I'm a little bit busy right now, but I will come to your house and I will solve your problem. Isn't that an amazing God? The Bible says, call unto me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and wonderful things that you do not know. The God that you and I serve is a God that's willing to help solve our problems. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what the devil has done in your backyard, in your family, in your finances, in your material or financial world. The God that you and I serve is a God that says, if you call upon my name, I will answer and I will show you great and wonderful things that you do not know. The God that calls you and I said, everybody that calls upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. Hallelujah, the God that you and I serve is a God that says knock and the door shall be open. He said seek and you shall find. That's the kind of God that we serve. And I'm here to tell you today, no matter what the devil has done, you are in the right place at the right time, listening to the right message. And your life is never going to be the same again is a problem solver. God is interested in helping us. Yes. He wants to help us more than we care to be helped. Yes. This man listened to the master and he says, you know what? There's no need for you to go through the trouble and come to my house. Right where you are. <laughs> he says, right where you are. All you need to do is open your mouth. That same mouth of you when you created the heavens and the earth and their fullness and just speak the word of God over my circumstances. God's word in your mouth is just as powerful as God's word in God's mouth. If you speak the word, my servant shall be healed. Tell your neighbor the power of God is in the word of God. Principle number one. Elevate and embrace the word of God. It doesn't matter what the name of your problem is. It doesn't matter what legal minds and opinions is. It doesn't matter what science says about your problem. It doesn't matter what family members are saying about the situation. All you need to know is this. In order for your problem to be solved, you need a word from God. Hallelujah. One word from God can solve every problem. It doesn't matter what the name of the problem is. You see, God has exalted His word above His name. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah, so shall my word which goes out of my mouth, it will not return unto me void, but my word shall do that where unto I send it and my word shall prosper. You ask me about the word of God and I say the word of God is alive. It's powerful. It's sharper than the two-edged sword. You ask me about the word of God and I say in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by the word and without the word was nothing made that was made you ask me about the word and I say to you the word of God is like a hammer that destroys every rock 
doesn't matter what that rock is that the enemy has placed in your life, in your finances, in your family, in your business, in your job situation. The word of God has got the power to destroy every rock. The word of God has got the power to make a way where there is no way. The word of God will bless you in a barren land. The word of God will elevate you, bless you in the city, bless you in the field, bless you when you come in, bless you when you go out because there's power in the word of Almighty God. Somebody shout hallelujah. The word of the living God. We thank God for the many different manifestations of the kingdom. But the power of God, the glory of God, the anointing of God, the immutability of God is locked up in the word of God. The Bible says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord spoke to the young pastor called Joshua. He said, Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate therein both day and night. Everything you do will prosper and then you will have a good success. When David talks about the word, he says the man or the woman that takes the spirit, meditates upon a day and night, shall be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of living water. Their leaves will not wither, they will be evergreen, they will prosper whatsoever they do. Put them on the backside of the desert, they will prosper. Put them in the city, they will prosper. Lock them out, they will prosper. Bring them in, they will prosper. When sickness come, they will stand and say, God has sent his word to heal my sick body. He was wounded for my transgression. He was bruised for my iniquity. The chastisement of my peace was upon him and by his stripes I am healed when God speaks to us about the word he says to Jeremiah Jeremiah what do you see he says I see a branch a branch a branch a branch of an almond tree the sign and the readiness of illiteracy God said to him you have seen well because I'm watching over my word Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word abides forever. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The word of God. The word of God. The word of God. The word of If you will just elevate God's word, God's word will elevate you. Listen to our oldest brother. He's the firstborn, by the way, of the father's sons. Yes. Tell your neighbor, I love my Jesus. Is my oldest brother. He says to us, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, the key.
is the word of God. The word of God makes you flourish. It makes you prosper. It, 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 it enlightens your understanding. It makes even those that are simple, it makes them wise. Men shall not live on bread alone. But every word that proceeds from the Father's mouth. Your Father's word sustains us. It keeps us. It directs us. It, it helps us to be prudent and wise. And helps us in our walk to be circumspect and vigilant. And it helps us to live a life that's, that's righteous and just. Not by virtue of merit. But by virtue of that word which is planted in the inside of our being and by the mighty and effectual working of the Holy Spirit. If you want to grow, if you want to be successful in life, 2020 is just around the corner. You have been listening to prophecy. Nothing wrong with prophecy and nothing with the prophet, but the power is in the word of God. You've been listening to this and you've been listening to that and you've been advised by this one and you have been advised by that one. Just be like this man. Say, Lord, just speak a word and my son will be delivered from drugs. Just speak a word and my husband will be saved and born again. Go into your house and speak the word of God over your situation. Speak the word of God over your circumstances. Speak the word of God over your business. Speak the word of God over your place of employment. Speak the word of God over those people that work for you. Because God's word in your mouth is just as powerful as God's word in God's mouth. The power is in the word. This man teaches, he helps us. Speak the word, don't come. The second non-negotiable principle that he teach us is a very powerful principle that is predicated and based upon the word. Because in the absence of this foundation, the substratum which becomes the word of God, you cannot have a manifestation of the second dynamic principle which is the gift of faith or the spirit of faith. Because the Bible emphatically, unapologetically states, faith comes, oh, you are such a smart people, people of the world. Oh, give yourselves a good round of applause. People of the world. People of the world. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God. So when we make the word of God the principal thing and we base our hope, our expectation, we base our desires, we base our lifestyles, we base our attitudes and all that we are. When we base all of uh, that, we, all that we are upon the word of God, the word of God feeds our spirit. It feeds our spirit with the spirit of faith. Because faith comes by what you hear. Unbelief and doubt also comes by what you hear. That's why you've got to be careful what you hear. Oh, somebody's going to tell you, you know, after careful observation and consideration, I have surmised and concluded based upon the evidence presented that your problem, this, that, and the other, somebody else is going to give you another opinion. And all of the opinions that you might hear might contradict the 
power of the promise of the word of God. That's why it's in critical. It's incumbent upon you, the child of God, that you guard your ear gate because just as faith comes by the word, unbelief and doubt also come by what you hear. They will tell you maybe the situation will not be resolved. Listen to what the Bible says. The Bible says all things are possible for them that believe. If you can just believe the word of God, you will be amazed and astonished to see what God will do for you. The Bible says if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to the mountain, you will do what? You will say to the mountain, why do I have to say to the mountain? Because death and life is in the power of your tongue. When God created us, he said, let us create men after our image and after our likeness. And God created us after his image and after his likeness. So how does the kingdom operate? Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. But the Spirit of God was sitting upon the water. Waiting for what? Waiting for the word of God to be spoken in a chaotic situation. Waiting for the word of God to be spoken over a situation that was totally in decay. And the Bible says, and God said, 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 and God saw. What did he see? He saw what he said because the power of God is in the word of Almighty God. You are created like your father. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are not overcome. You are the overcomer. Don't you know that greater is he that's in you than he that is in this world? Don't you know that Christ on the inside of you is the hope of glory? Don't you know that all things work together for the good for them that love the Lord, them who are the called according to his purpose? For those whom God foreknew, he called. Those whom he called, he justified. Those whom he justified, he glorified. What shall we say concerning these things? Are safe to say that if God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How much more with him will he give us all things that pertain to life and godliness? Don't you know that the Bible says he's able to do far above, exceeding abundantly, above and beyond all that you could ask or think according to the power that works on the inside of your being. You are a child of God. You are powerful beyond measure. You are so powerful that your life is already hidden in God in Christ and together you are seated with him in heavenly places far above principalities and powers. Rulers every name that's named not only in this world but also in that one which is to there's nothing that your father cannot do through you nothing not absolutely nothing so you've got to enter into 2020 with a new confidence. You, you, you've got to put on your boldness. You, 
you've got to adjust your attitude you you got to walk towards the skins I'm a child of God the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells on the inside of me and great is he that's in me than he that is in this world and begin to open your mouth speak over your husband speak over your wife speak over your sons speak over your daughter look at your wallet and say you know what I'm not moved by what I see I'm moved by the promises of Almighty God look at your business and tell the devil even though there's a slump in the economy and we are experiencing negative growth and we might be downscaled to junk status I don't live by what I see I live by the word of Almighty God as for me and mine we will serve the Lord this is not my business this is the Lord's business and the Lord says he will cause my gold to multiply my silver will multiply all that I have will multiply I will not go on short time and neither will I retrench anybody I will walk in the favor of God because I'm in the world but not of the world I am of the kingdom of God and the kingdom of God has got enough provision everybody that's in my care everybody that works for me has covered by my grace has covered by my anointing they are covered by my supply and what God does for me the oil will run down from my beard down all the way to my hand and it will touch and affect everybody that's employed by me as somebody shout I am Let me try, let me try. Faith is the substance of things hopeful. What are you hoping for? A human being without hope is dead. What are you hoping for? Now don't forget the substratum, the basis, the foundation of this hope or this expectation is predicated upon the word. We believe, therefore we speak. Have you read that scripture? We believe, therefore we speak. We believe, we believe, therefore we. The word becomes the foundation. The word not, not only creates the spirit of faith within us, but the word also creates hope. Because I would not have hope in the absence of a promise. The reason why I've got hope is because there's a promise. Is that alright? Does it make sense? Your child would not have hope or an expectation if you did not make a promise. So same with us. The reason why we've got hope or we've got an expectation is because our father made us a promise. So what is faith? Faith is the substance of the things. No, let me make it. Can I break it down a little bit? Just. Alright. Faith is the title deed. It is the confirmation. It is the guarantee of the things that you hope for. Not only does it serve as a legal document, undeniable and irrefutable, it also becomes, its presence becomes the evidence. 
of what you don't see. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, even though it doesn't appear, it doesn't mean it does not exist. <laughs> understand the worlds were framed by what the word of God so that the things that appear the things that are tangible those things were made with things that do not appear what are those things that do not appear it's the word words can't be seen but it doesn't nullify their power we live in two worlds. We first live, first, listen to me. First, we live in a spiritual world. Tell your neighbor, I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Secondly, we live in a physical world. Our oldest brother said it this way. He says, you are in the world, but not of the world. You are a chosen generation, a holy nation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, a people that have been chosen and translated out of the darkness into his marvelous light. What? To show forth, to demonstrate God wants to show off. He wants to brag with you. So there are things that are set aside for you in the kingdom of heaven, which is your rightful inheritance. It's yours. And even though in the physical realm it doesn't yet appear, uh, that the, the reality of the existence is not negated by visibility or by the fact that you don't see them. They are there. They, they are yours. All things that pertain to life and godliness, it's yours. You cannot see healing, but healing is yours. You cannot see joy, but joy is yours. You cannot see peace, but peace is yours. You cannot see the blessing of God to propel your family into a place of abundance, but the blessing of God, it's yours, 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 it's yours. You don't know that God has got a business opportunity for you. Ah, it's yours, even though you can't see it at yours. You don't know that God is going to save your family, your husband, your wife, your children. Salvation cannot be seen but it's yours. Where is it existing? It is existing in the realm of the spirit, in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And what is fate? A fate is that catalyst. A fate is that conduit that brings heaven and earth together. That's why Jesus taught us to pray. He said when you pray say father let your kingdom come and let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven when you speak the word of God and say I will live and I shall not die all of a sudden heaven releases the life flow of the spirit of God the power to renew and to revitalize your strength and your energy when you wake up the next morning people look at you and said we thought that you were going to die but when you walked out there you walked out knowing a transfer has taken place from the kingdom from where we come into the natural earth and here I walk with boldness I walk with a smile I walk with a confidence we live by faith and not by sight Faith is that, that, that title deed, that confirmation, that, that legal guarantee that you, in the midst of any opportunity or rather any, any disposition that you might face, any obstacle, it doesn't matter what the name is. Uh, we don't have time to break it down. It doesn't matter what the name, fate, fate, fate. Fate is the assurance. It's the spirit of fate that's, residing in your mouth in your spirit in your heart L listen, 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 listen guard your heart above all things because out of it flows the issues of hey. out of 
the abundance of the heart. Them out. Them out. Them out. So when you deposit the word of God, you deposit that word out of the abundance of your heart. All of a sudden you will be like Jesus. You will say to the devil, get thee behind me, Satan, because it is written. 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 You will look death in the eye and say, the situation will live again even if he dies because Jesus is the resurrection and he's the life. Hallelujah. For them that believe, everything is possible. You will say to the mountain, get thou up from here and be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. If you don't doubt in your heart, but believe what you say with your mouth, you shall have whatsoever you say. Have faith in God. Do not doubt God. Do not question God. Do not question the power of the promise of God. Let me try and close this thing. Are we all right? Okay, good, 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 good. Let me try and close it. How can I make this very simple? How can I make it very, very just all right, let me explain it this way. If you take a million dollars or a million rand, all right, and you place it in the hands of a millionaire, say, I'm blessed, I receive that, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. That million rands in the hands of the millionaire has got the same power in the hands of a beggar than what it has in the hands of the millionaire. Because it's what? Currency. Money talks. The millionaire can walk into a situation and demand, have a certain expectation. Why? Is backed up by his the voice of his money. Now you take that same millionaire, that same million rand, and you put it in the hands of somebody that's without means. What gives him confidence? What gives him strength? When he walks into a situation, he has a confidence about him because of the voice of the money that is standing behind him. You can look at him and say, oh, you've got raggedy and dirty clothes and you don't even have proper shoes and you did not even comb your hair and blah. As soon as he takes out his credit card or as soon as he walks with that briefcase and open it up in front of you, all of a sudden your tune is going to change. Why? Because money knows no gender. It knows no color. It has no confines. It will work for a rich man and it will work for a poor man that's how the spirit of faith is the same spirit of faith that works in the fivefold ministry is the same spirit of faith that will work in your life it's not you that talks it's the voice of the spirit of faith that's predicated upon the word of almighty God that presents your need to the father and when your need has presented to the father the devil has got no choice has got to run demons and principalities and powers have got no choice they've got to go a sickness has got to go lack has got to go poverty has got to go disease has got to go death has got to go a son has got to go why because the just shall live by Stand on your hand, on your feet And let's give the Lord a good praise offering He's such a great God Such an amazing God 
come on put your hands together bless the Lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless his wonderful his matchless and his marvelous name the just shall live by faith you already have the title deed you have the confirmation touch three people tell them it's yours 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 The woman with the issue, she had what? An issue. <laughs> Says, no, I, I can get rid of this issue. I must just get to him. If I just, she said, she did what? She said, she did what? She And what did she do? She saw what she? Who touched me? Said, What's wrong with you, Lord? You can see the people are thronging you and pressing against you. And now you're asking such a crazy question. Who touched you? Said, no, 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 no. There's somebody that touched me differently. All these others. Their touch did not have a voice. But this one. Listen to me, you are so beautiful, so special. Your father has got so much confidence in you. Your father delights in you. He believes in you more than what you believe in yourself. Your father has deposited something on the inside of you that is so great that in the morning when you wake up, the hordes of hell go, oh my, oh my. Come I show you how powerful you are. You are so powerful that your father says Christ in you is the hope of that's how powerful you are. So as you move forward you move with this confidence I'm my father's son. I'm my father's daughter. For us as the I am family nothing is impossible. With my God, I can run through a troop. I can leap over a wall. If the enemy comes against me like a flood, my Father's Spirit will raise up a standard against him. I've got the spirit of faith and that's why. And I want you to take 30 seconds right now. A few days from now, we're going to enter into 2020. What do you hope for? What do you want? Come I, come I tell you something quickly before we pray. What you're hoping for has already, has already been provided for. So right now, in our Father's presence in this tangible anointing, I want you to just lift a hand and just take 60 seconds and just declare your fate, declare your hope for your family, for your husband, for your wife, for your children, for your finances, for the material world in which you are living. I want you to declare your fate right now in the name of Jesus. Raise your voice and begin to declare your fate. Say, Lord, I put my faith, I put my trust, I put my confidence in you regarding the following issues, regarding the following matters. I believe that you are a capable God. You are a competent God. You are not a man that you would lie. Neither are you the son of men that you have to repent. If you say something Lord, you do it. If you speak a word, you bring it to pass. You are watching over your word, ready to perform it. You said he that come to God must believe that 
God is and that God is the reward of them that diligently seek him because without faith it is impossible to please God father I put my trust I put my confidence in you I pray now that there would be a manifestation of the kingdom of God in our midst in our lives in our circumstances I pray for all of the members of Grace Bible Church as a whole and as a collective let your kingdom come let your will be done Lord we rebuke every negativity every spirit that would try to militate against and oppose the word of almighty God we declare you unlawful and illegal by virtue of the name and the power of Jesus Christ the blood of Jesus is against you we release your kingdom come we release your will be done we release unusual signs wonders and miracles based upon the power and the integrity of your word oh God in the name of Jesus we pray for release of the word of God the spirit of revelation ah, and knowledge in the wisdom of who you are in the name of Christ Jesus oh God release and send your word send your word because the power is in your word make our hearts susceptible to receive your word oh God so that through the word we might be able to yield fruit some today some 60 and some a hundredfold in the name of Jesus oh God we clothe ourselves with the armor of God oh God our feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace we thank you for the breastplate of righteousness we thank you that our loins are girded with the truth we thank you for the helmet of salvation we thank you for the shield of fate and we thank you for the most lethal the most powerful weapon in the arsenal of God which is the word of God the word of God is alive it's powerful and sharper than the two-edged sword we release the word of God the Bible says let the word of God richly dwell on the inside of your being we open our hearts oh God to receive your word we open our hearts oh God and commit ourselves to study your word the pastor told the young man he says study to show yourself approved a workman that you need not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth Lord we commit ourselves to the reading of the word to study the word to memorize the word because your word in our mouths is just as powerful as your word in your mouth oh God our father we bless you today we honor you and we praise you we thank you that you save from the guttermost to the uttermost we thank you for your miracle and your miraculous working power that works in our families heal every sickness heal every disease we thank you that all our needs are met according to the ample abundant provision of your supply and your grace in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus we bless you Lord we praise you we worship your name we magnify we exalt and extol oh we reference your wonderful name Jesus Jesus we bless you we praise you we worship you we adore your wonderful name Kandundengezin, 
The Lord Jesus Christ who will judge both the living and the dead at his eminent return. I charge you this day and extend to you from the Father an invitation. If your sins are not forgiven and your soul is not healed, and your name is not recorded in the book of life. Please use this opportunity to ask God to forgive your sins and to heal your soul. The Father loves you so much and He's been waiting for you. He Himself has ordered your footsteps to this place. So that on this day, He can give you the gift of salvation. If you are a backslider and things happen in your life, and you're not active in the church anymore, and you're not walking with the Father anymore, the Father's waiting for you too to come back to Him. Your Father loves you more than I have articulation vocabulary to express I want to give you an invitation come to the father let him love you let him guide you let him help you let him bless you let him take care of you let him take away your pain your sorrow your suffering your shame let him take away your sins let him guide you let him lead you let him help you become all that you were designed to be because that's why your father created you just like the fish cannot live outside of the water you cannot live without your father and your father is begging you come come on home today let me wash you let me cleanse you let me forgive your sins let me embrace you my child let me give you a new life, a new hope, a new future. Wherever you are this morning, if you say to me, Bishop, please pray for me that the Father will forgive my sins, heal my soul. I want my name written in the book of life. Wherever you are, just raise me your hand quickly. I'm going to pray with you. Quickly in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Quickly raise them high. Thank you for those hands. Praise the mind. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The best thing that you can do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The best thing that you can do is to give your life to the Father. Thank you for those hands. Anybody else? Quickly. Quickly. Don't. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Anybody else? Don't end this year without having a relationship with the Father. Thank you for those hands going up. It's my final call. My final call. Please come. Come to Jesus. He's loving, he's gracious, he's merciful, he's compassionate, he's kind. Slow to anger. Rich in mercy. Thank you. Thank you for those hands. Thank you. I want everybody that have raised their hand. And if you even, even if you did not raise your hand, I want you to walk to the nearest aisle. Say, Pastor, please pray with me. Please pray with me. Pray with me. Pray with me. Pray with me. Pray with me, I'm coming to the Father.